I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are your Kraken Captains. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. Thanks for joining us. First of all, Merry Christmas, Doug. This Merry is a Christmas, Christmas episode. Hopefully, we get it out on Christmas or before. But it's a Christmas episode, Doug. And so that means Merry Christmas to all you Kraken fans out there. Tis the season of giving, so I'm going to keep it uh, mild. And, and in light of all that, stay positive and give gifts. Um, and give the boys a little break. Uh, it's been a rough stretch since last we uh, recorded uh, for everybody. And might be the roughest stretch, I think, in the young franchise's history. Uh, an eight-game losing streak, heartbreaking injuries up and down the roster, and a team that clearly knows they are better than the results they are putting out, which is frustrating for them, the coaches, the front office, fans. Uh, so it, it, it's been tough. But despite all that, there is hope. And uh, this this last end of this run could be a catalyst for the rest of our young season. So what do you what do you think, Doug? I think Merry Christmas to you as well, JB, and Happy Holidays to everyone out there listening. You know, hopefully Santa's going to treat you all well this year. Uh, you know, may the new year bring you all peace and joy. Perhaps maybe some wins, hmm? Mm-hmm. And in the interest of keeping that positive Christmas vibe, the Kraken got a gift from upstairs on December 15th when Ron Francis picked up Thomas Tatar from the Colorado Avalanche Old in Thomas. exchange for a 2024 fifth-round draft pick. Another fleece, I think. Yeah. He didn't come through for us in his debut game against the Kings. It was a nine-round shootout. Mm-hmm. But... uh you know he he got his first points in the uh the Dallas Stars game um and you know it looks like this team is stacking those overtime points so that's i mean it's looking good for him it's surprising after losing like the eight game stretch but if you look at that they pulled some points out in the overtimes two of them yeah mhm mhm and then uh and then in the shootout so Right now, they, they sit fifth in the Pacific Division, two points behind the Flames. So, with plenty of time left in the season, they're definitely still in contention for the playoffs. Old Tatar seems like a, a response to the team losing Burkowski on injury to me. It kind of seems like Ron Francis is seeing some of those injuries that we're facing and, and wanted to fill the ranks a little. Yeah, I, I uh, saw a little headline that just said, you know, it was a... He said it's a positive, should be a positive sign for the players. That signing is like, hey, believe in what you're doing, and we're trying to add, you know, offensive firepower for you. And yeah, you know, the he's a he's a winger with 11 points in 30 games. That's definitely a solid hockey player. Well, welcome addition to the squad. I think 
you know, as I kind of just reached out and said earlier, it's a fleece. Uh, you know, this could be another Tolvanen pick. A fifth rounder for Tatar, who historically has been a 20-goal scorer yeah. every season, except for this season with the Avs for whatever reason. I think it was like 200 minutes it took him to um, score a goal. How many games was he in there with him? Well, he's been you know? there the whole season. Yeah, but that's the whole season is it, only halfway it, over. It was two – well, not halfway, one quarter. <laughs> it was it was 200 minutes that it took him to score his first goal with the Avs. And, you know, to be fair, that team is stacked full of offensive firepower. And so they may be looking to other people to score and, and not feeding him as much. But it took him 30 minutes of, of ice time to score his first goal for the Kraken. So with I think Kraken. he fits what we're looking for and what we're doing, obviously, in the locker room. It so. looks like the chemistry is coming through already. Well, it was another it, – so it's really surprising to me that Ron Francis has done this a couple of times. He did it with Ty Cartier last year in the playoffs, put him automatically on the first line, and that's what he did with Tatar. Tomas Tatar. When Tomas Tatar. Immediately Tuna. put him in for McCann injury, which we'll get into, um, on the top line. With Berniers, and I think, you know, some of that may be to spark him and try to get him back on track. But I think it also, you know, is a sign that he sees the dynamic potential that Tatar has, just like Ty Cartier. And so it's paying dividends from what I can it's see. It's working out so far. So, and uh, At least in the last few games. He's only been here since the 15th, so. Yeah. We got we got a mountain to climb, but we're climbing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But we better Let's get into the maelstrom. Maelstrom. <laughs> the maelstrom. The maelstrom. The maelstrom. The maelstrom. All right. Well, as we do in recent times, we're three stars of the episode. You want to kick it off first, Doug, or you want me to go? I'll go. I'll let you know. I just kind of went through and um, did a little tally um, sure. for this episode, doing doing something a little different. Did a little tally of like uh, the last five games. So going back to the Wild, the the shutout where we got shut out by the Wild, and uh, just counted up uh, goals and assists and. Shoot, shootout goals. I counted everything and just kind of made a tally list. Mm. Okay. Shootout goals. Way to go. Yeah. Because there were <laughs> there were two like nine round, an eight round and a nine round shootout. So that's a lot of goals. Well, Doug. I only had. I mean, I didn't get through all of them. I only got what my little app would give me. Right. Okay. All right. A, a sample. A sample. All right. Hit me with it. Um, okay, but I got for the third star. I got a sleeper on you, Will Borgen, with five points in the last five games. Good pick. Okay, well, I, I I'm with you, and I and then I love me some Will Borgen, but I've got Winberg, and I I went all the way back because I was like, who who helped in that 
horrible eight game. <laughs> like, oh, I was just blocking game. those games out eight. of my mind. <laughs> I would love to, but who, who dragged us out of those? Winberg, of all people. Yeah. I mean, he's shooting the puck more. He's always been good at distributing, but he's shooting the puck more. He's playing good defense, winning a lot of face-offs. But uh, he scored a shorthanded goal in Chicago where we lost the game. The next night, he has the assist on McCann's goal that tied the game in the third period that got us the overtime point. And then uh, he grabs another in that 4-0 route of the Panthers. He's got four goals and nine assists so far, but most of those have come in that stretch. Um, so he's my third star. Oh, damn. Yeah. When he's coming on strong, he is. he's playing with tenacity. He's fire right now for sure. Yeah, and and you know he's he's all- a grinder. I like the way he's he's like uh, he's playing more like Gord lately. Well, I think a lot of that, and we talked about it the last episode, has to do with Tanev being on that line now, mm-hmm. where he has mm-hmm. to like match that intensity, and yeah. it's raised his level of play. And you know, I think they're looking for people, especially during that losing streak. I mean, that's like rock bottom. And everybody's looking mm. at themselves in the mirror. So many losses. And I think, you know, I think Will Borgen is spot on too, except he's been solid like all season. I just think Winberg for me. The like, defense, the defense on this team is just constantly solid. Yeah, for the most part. For the, for there, the most part. There have been, there's two things that I see that I would disagree with that assessment is last year seems there was a lot more uh, jumping up in the play, like offensive production from the defense, which I don't know if it's a chemistry thing or because we've been changing the, the forward line combinations and that trust and spacing and like how you jump up in the play as a defenseman, you need to know that those wingers especially are going to like cover you and i don't know if that's like causing a problem but we haven't seen the offensive production from the defense that like vince dunn for instance like it's night and day like i don't know where he's been at so um it's true he he hasn't had he i had three three points for him in the last five games it's not and larson had two yeah well larson yeah yeah that's pretty good <laughs> for Lars because he's the he's the solid guy. But the other thing, but Dunn is still at the top of the team for points. I mean, right I now know. I was looking at I was looking at the team point leaders, right? And you're looking at Burakovsky on top and Dunn right behind him. You're you're right. You're right for sure. And I'm a stats guy a little bit, a little bit. I yeah. I do follow the stats a little more than you know. Yeah. I'll, well, just, I'll, I'll just balance, the vibe I'll, on I'll the ice. Yeah. So the other thing on defense is just a lot of poor turnovers, like in our own zone. Some oh, something they're just not they're just not getting the pace of the puck or whatever it is in our own zone, which is scary stuff. But Will oh, yeah. Will Borgen, your pick has been solid. I got to me, Will Borgen right now is the best defender on our team he's been the most solid most consistent has he missed a game season. this season i don't know nope, hasn't a missed game a game this season. season um iron man so yeah so you know between the two of those guys okay second star doug 
Second star for me was uh, all Oliver Bjorkstand, who who matched Borgen's five points in the last five games. Uh, he had that great goal the other night against the Kings, which uh, I think came from Riker Evans and Jared McCann, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that right. was just a beauty, right? That's classic Bjorkstrand so, coming in clutch for the win. That's for the, the win. thing. This one for me is hard to argue. I, I, when we decide the actual three stars, I'm going to bat for Winberg. But Bjorkstrand is so clutch. Like he's he been so clutch, and so now he's clutch the point this leader season. for the team. Like you're looking through all these injuries, like who's who's standing strong when your your guys are down? Bjorkstrand, and he's the guy. Yep. So, yeah, I'm with you, but I I'm I, I'm salute to Bjorkstrand right here. Salute, and I went Ty Cartier, and once again, it's more of this like hard stretch, right? Yeah. Um, he scored two goals during that eight-game losing streak. And more than that for me was the, the puck battles and the hard-nosed play. Like, yeah, tenacity. You're, you're, he's, you're, he's playing with fire just like those other guys exactly. too. He's coming through strong. Two, right? You know what I mean? Two goals, but way more instances of him like defending players, defending McCann, defending Vince Dunn. Uh Taking on people uh, who you know putting, are, are messing with his board. teammates, and and he's the, getting hit. The hard hitting, um, yeah. the, the forecheck, all that stuff. He's to me going to be the player that replaces Yanni Gord, that frustrating like dig in player. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. so to me, the production is there. But it's also that fire, like that digs you. That those type of plays dig you out of these like doldrums of eight game losing streaks. Turn your season around. So I gave it to him. <laughs> so I can't. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Pick your poison. Yeah. All right. First star. First star. Right. Well, according to my tally, Yamamoto had six points in the last five games. And that was more than anybody else. Yeah, uh, he was absolutely. And so he's my number one guy. And, I mean, it was so hard. I mean, watching all these games, it's like we go through all these guys and they're all just playing so hard. They're all playing so hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> with, that's with, how you dig gumption. yourself out. Right. Yeah. Um, and And I agree. I mean, he had the he, he had the uh, yeah Yamamoto has sh- just come through with shootout win the goal two goals in a row the other night two goals in a row, um, and you know for me it's actually the whole f- like this I gave first star to somebody else, but at first I was thinking the whole fourth line, you know, Tanev when he's down there, Belmar, mm-hmm. Devin Shore. And Kyler Yamamoto, and that chemistry. yeah, these are all guys that are contributing, and that's how the Kraken does. That's how they win games is when the whole team. Well, whole if you if you, you get seven to two wins against if the Blackhawks, you think about last season when our fourth line Daniel <laughs> Sprong, Ryan Donato, and Morgan Geeky when they yep. were firing on all cylinders, 
It allowed our team to have like waves and waves and waves of attack, wear the other team down, just like send out the fourth line again, wear them down yep. like that workman. And so when Belmar the other night, like Belmar scored, Tanev scored, Yamamoto scored, like it was the fourth line doing everything. And when our fourth Come line clutch. is contributing like that, we're at our best. Yep, that's right. And so Kyler Yamamoto, yeah. He he's coming. In, he's he coming in hot. At least certainly deserves. At least, at least holiday episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> that I would. I would gladly take a Yamamoto stocking stuffer for Christmas. Oh yeah. But after saying all that, I gave my first star to Joey Decord. Yeah, uh, uh, my honorable mentions were Joey Decord, uh, Mad Beneers, Riker Evans. Nice. Well, my honorable mentions were Riker Evans, Maddie Berniers, and Jared McCann before his injury because Jared McCann scoring power play goals, replacing, you know, the production of Schwartz and really like putting the team on his shoulders a bit and and producing when he should as a leader of this team. But Joey Decord has played seven games in a row. He's been solid all season, but Ooh, since fired. since we'll, we'll, we'll touch Gru- base on that. Yeah, since Grubero's injury, he's been really solid. The uh, uh, the other night it was uh, against LA, forty two saves, and the one goal he he's got his first shutout. And the one goal he allowed in that game against LA was a total flu goal because he plays the puck, and we'll talk more about that. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, so we I mean, could have had another good. shutout and saved like 43, him. which would have been the record. And during the game, they gave him 43, and the NHL like reviewed it, rescinded it. So now it's a tie for the record with Drew, but uh, totally solid uh, from him. So. After saying all that, let's go back through and revisit who actually wins third star, Winberg or Will Borgen. Well, I'll, I'll concede. I'll concede third star to Winberg for Winberger. Yeah, I think Will Will Borgen. You know, will, I feel like you will, just can't will, leave him out. Will Borgen will grab himself one, or he'll get. He'll he'll get the whole darn thing at the end of the season when we give out those awards. But um, I said it last year when I I said he was the most improved player on the roster, and I think he's only gotten better. Um, but yeah, he's I think solid, solid I think demon. Winberg's a good choice there. Me too. Okay, second star, second Ty Cartier or Oliver Bjorkstrand. I think got to go Oliver, right? I mean, he's just just the the clutch gene. Um, Game-winning goal. Yeah. I mean, five points in five games. He's solid. He's there. And that just also, I want to point out, that line is rock solid and has been all season. It's the one line they really don't mess with. They send it out against the best. Like they, they last year, you know, the McCann, Berniers, Eberly line started most of the games this year. Nah, you send that, they're sending that line out. They grind and, you know, that's a testament to, to Yanni Gord, I think leading that line, but also just the way that those guys play and Bjorkstrand is 
working class hero and and super, I mean Everly had a game winning goal the other night too. He did, but that's that line. <laughs> but, that's that line, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, we could talk about Everly all day. <laughs> dad, dad strength activated. Um and, and he'll have his time yeah. <laughs> in the three mm-hmm. stars, no doubt. Okay, mm-hmm. first star. I I I wanted to be Joey Decord for his work, but I think hometown he, hero, buddy. You got to go hometown hero. You got to go hometown hero. Kyler Yamamoto and, Spokane, and, and so, Washington. So let's throw Joey into the honorable mentions with Berniers and Riker Evans, and and Kyler can can ride off into the sunset as our number one star mm-hmm. of the episode. Well deserved. Yep. And the fans can yell at us later. <laughs> I hope so. Boy, if I got some some yelling at me. Hate mail. <laughs> I'd at least know somebody was listening. <laughs> it's all been worth it. They hate us, Doug. <laughs> They've been waiting for this moment. Okay, so that's the three stars. You got Kyler Yamamoto at one, Oliver Bjorkstrand at two, and Alexander Winberg at three. Happy oh. holidays, boys. Happy Here's holidays. Merry Christmas. Crazy Kwanzaa. Okay, let's let's get into some abbreviated game breakdown. Last time we talked about consistency and climbing out of a hole uh, in a bad loss to Vancouver. And that was on uh, November 18th. But as it turns out, and as everybody knows, that was the first of eight losses. <laughs> uh, losses to Chicago, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, New Jersey, Tampa Bay. And it just seemed like it would never end. The Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I mean, I think in the first season, we had an eight-game losing streak. The difference is, and I try to think about this, is just expectations, right? We know we're better than we were. We're, we're better than that team. So it, it's a lot more disheartening to see one. And you could tell, it's just wearing on those guys. Everybody was getting down. Yeah, it just wasn't what anyone expected. And, and the key to everything was they kept grinding. And so... The good news from all that is I think we hit rock bottom. I mean, there was a game where McCann just came out and he was like, veterans on this team came into the locker room after the first period and we just, whatever you want to say, it was really, it was a really bad effort from this team and it's unacceptable. And uh, since then, they're 3-0-2, capturing eight out of a possible 10 points. Uh, Joey's been playing lights out as we discussed and this is just a season I think where this team's gonna have to grind it out and so you know two solid third period comebacks against Dallas and LA uh, securing you know eight out of a 10 possible points in a shootout and an OT loss respectively so they seem to be finding themselves uh, despite the injury issues, which we'll touch on later on. Yeah. It's like I said earlier, the overtime points are coming in clutch for the crack in the season. You know, here's to a hot second half of the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or as you said, uh, latter two thirds. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, so <laughs> there are some, like, you know, there are some some things that seem very similar. You know, we've got a backup goalie in, you know, and for, for whatever reason, our team plays a different style of hockey in front of a backup, whether it's more supportive or whatever it is. Yeah, who knows um, what, what that's all about. Right? Yeah, but we... <laughs> like some You're watching them hang grew out to dry, and then Decord comes in, and they're on fire. <laughs> right, they're like, well, everybody's like tighten up or whatever it is, and so it, it, it works, and so we could see, you know, going on another run. We haven't been able to pull off like a three-game win streak yet this season. We're close, but I think with the schedule moving forward... Anaheim's next, um, and then Ottawa, uh, and then Vegas. Uh, let me confirm. Anaheim, Calgary, Philly, Vegas. There we go. So it's possible, you know, we should beat Anaheim, and then I, for the love of God, let's be Calgary. For the love of God, let's you know, both be of those Calgary. are in our division, so those are like must wins. Let's not. Those mess are around. definitely must wins. We get yeah. up, we get up in our division and knock down so, in our division, knock so, other people down. So I think <laughs> you know, we start climbing out of the cellar and we have a big second two thirds. <laughs> yeah, ducks, flames, flyers, golden knights. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And and like this, if this team sparks something right here and keeps going with some, you know, some positivity, some wins, you know what I mean? Well, and there's a lot. There's a lot. They can do it. Narrative wise, that you could write about that reasons they could spark it. Because yeah, there's a lot going against them, but they have the right character in the locker room, I think, to to fight it out. So we'll see. And uh, so I think the next thing we've got to touch on is Joey. Joey Cord, the the uh, shiny beacon on the hill now. I mean he he's been playing good all season, but now all eyes are on him. Gru is out. Uh, there's some whispers it may not be long term, but. And they haven't put Gru on on long term IR, which we'll talk about. But he's the he's the guy now, and he's played seven games in a row. They brought yeah. they brought back the landlord, but the landlord has not seen any ice time. So they he are seen the Kraken organization is fully sold on Joey Decord. He's played seven games in a row. I expect the Anaheim game tomorrow at this recording. To be Joey for a must win, and then maybe they rest him the next game. And depending on what happens with Gru or whatever, you might rest him again and let him play uh, the Vegas game for the Winter Classic. But what do you? How are you feeling about Joey? Well, Joey recorded his first NHL shutout against a very competitive Florida Panthers team. Yep. And so, as of this recording, he's played more games this season for the Kraken than Grubauer. This is wild. He's got a 6-5-8 record with a .911 save percentage. That's freaking hot. Yep. He's really coming through for the team in a big way right now. Those 
those eight overtime losses, that's eight points that right. Joey's got us. Yep. You know what I mean? It's huge. And I think that I think if this team does make it to the playoffs, you're gonna be looking at Joey Decord's overtime games where it's like he just got us into overtime. That's all he needed to do in that game. And he right. did it. You know what I mean? And you're gonna have to look at that as a win, even if you're like looking at the season with an eight game losing streak or whatever you know what i mean yeah it it feels a little bit like jonesy last season yeah jonesy decord i was just watching jonesy playing for toronto (laughs) the other day (laughs) with a bunch of other x cracking guys right geo uh yarn croc and yarn croc yeah yeah i think uh i'm i'm uh I'm really excited about Joey and how he's playing and, and what it could mean for this franchise moving forward. I think, you know, based on last season and this season with Gru's history of injury at this point in the organization and his streaky play i don't want to say bad because there are times and especially last season like against the abs in that series he's been absolute fire and i think he can certainly play the game but you look at the long-term position uh after three years after yeah. three years and what we're paying him maybe the team can walk from grubauer as crazy as that sounds in that contract and let Joey yeah. take the reins. And, you know, we've got some goalies in the pipeline. The one thing I will say about Joey Decord is it's been really fun to watch him, you know, and his style of play. But when you take big risks outside of the goalie crease, sometimes it comes back to bite you, man. And we've we've had more than a couple instances of that during the season and not all those are are joey's fault um but some of it's just that style and the the defenders not being used to it who's claiming the puck where is it going like most goalies there's got to be a communication on the ice the guy's got to talk to each other you know what i mean and sometimes that's hard especially when you got like new guys that haven't been playing on the team as long right you're filtering guys in and out because guys are getting injured this and that yeah but that's on joey if he's gonna Mm -hmm. be quarterback and and distribute the puck he's gotta tell those guys and so those mistakes and you're gonna see mistakes like that with uh guys that are used to playing yeah you know, down down in the AHL or WHL or whatever, well, it's whatever not, minor well, league team they're playing in. It's not even those guys. It's it's NHL guys who are used to, to charging the puck, and then you got a guy who's like, no, no, I got it, and then then those guys are like, let's get up the ice because we want him to play, and then you there's there's a there's an adjustment, and it's been the most interesting thing for me has been watching Gru because. It was pretty clear Joey was going to win that job this season. And Grubauer, you know, before his injury, watching him, he played the puck a lot more, taking some of Joey Decord's, like, 
book, you know, and being like, all right, I got to step up my game. Well, it's and probably like, the coaching staff. They're pro- I mean, I, I feel like there's some, there's been some evolution in the game in the last 10 years, maybe even less where the goalies are expected to make long passes up the ice or, or, or play the puck like that in ways that maybe has not been as prevalent, you know, in years prior. Well, I think you got, you got a, you got two things going on there. I think before the trapezoid. So I don't, I can't remember exactly how long, but maybe like 15 years ago or 14, there wasn't that trapezoid behind the the net. And so the goalie like could play anywhere behind the line. Right, right. And so, like, there were players like Brodeur, Old School, and Dominic Hasek who would play the puck way out. And then they changed that rule, put in the trapezoid, and most goaltenders, like, basically, that took... Stay in the crease. They took took all that game away. And so the game in the last 15 years has, as far as, like, how the puck is played, has... has shrunk a lot. It's adjusted. But right. players like Joey Decord are starting to take that risk. And so And teams teams are 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 driving more on, on the long lead pass out of the defense to get through the neutral zone. They're depending on that more than someone to carry the puck. Right. I don't I I think the place where I disagree is that that like a lot of people are expecting the goalies to do that. I don't think that that's the case. I just think that it's on the goalie-to-goalie basis. And that's where the dynamic is weird is Joey Decord wants to play the puck, and that's a huge adjustment for the defense on how they fit and where they want to be, and it creates problems. But a lot of, you know, there was a goal I mean, against LA the other night. I mean, it's usually a D-man making, making that long lead pass. It's usually, you know, the defensive quarterback type of player. Right, exactly. You know, like Vince Dunner or Adam Larson, whoever. Not necessarily the goaltender is what I'm talking about, but the, I see. You're, the goalies have been getting into it. Yeah, but especially Joey. But that, I mean, he's had some, he's had some bad plays this season. The difference is, I think he's. Been... They gotta be careful. It's happening. <laughs> I mean, it's not just Joey. Like, there's. I've been watching uh, the the guy. Uh, let's see. I can't pronounce his name. The, the goaltender for the Minnesota Wild just had a bad one the other night. The the goaltender that's not Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> no, no, no. His name begins with a K. It's like oh, uh, Kakinen. No. I can't pronounce it either, apparently. I can't pronounce it. I think, you know, sticking to the Kraken, though, I think the whole point is, like, Joey brings a different dynamic as far as puck play to the team. And, like, the other night, they had a, 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 a t- they had a chance at an empty net goal, and Joey didn't take it. And Larson, like, skated by, and there was a funny exchange. Uh, they said, you know, Joey said after the – after the game where Larson looked at him and was like, there's a puck here. Are you going to shoot it? <laughs> and, and that, that to me is a microcosm of the whole thing is like the, the defenders are looking at Joey, like, are you going to play this puck? And that just that small window 
opens it up to aggressive play to to create turnovers and situations like that. So Yeah, it's not enough communication on the ice. Right. But the longer he plays with those guys, the more solid it's going to be. And and to r- circle back to the beginning, I'm excited about his play and his ability and what it could mean for this team moving forward. Uh, as much as I like Grubauer and I'm a, I'm a Gru stan, but uh, pretty excited for, for Joey Decord and what the season holds. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> Okay. Maybe it wasn't the wild. I can't remember what goaltender I was talking about, but it was a, it was a shootout. He came out and slid right in front of the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And there was the there was the same kind of play earlier on in that game. I can't remember what it was. Forget it. Let's move on. Moving on. Well, Joey did have a play like that where he poke checked a guy in a shootout, and it's like, oh, he couldn't get to his forehand, so. Yeah, got to take those risks. Man. I mean, those goaltenders are gonna—they're gonna get into the play if they can. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that—that that, I think—and I think Joey is confident in that way, and I think that's really good. And him. that'll be a fun thing for the whole league moving forward if goalies start to like be a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, the and announcers so- are always talking about the goaltender getting the empty net goals or like big goaltender assists, right? When the goalies get in the play, people like it. So they're trying yeah. to. I think as a league, they're trying to. They, it's a marketing thing. Oh, wow. Well, I think more than anything, though, like it changes the dynamic of the game and will lead to more like odd man breaks and who knows what. So, no, oh, definitely. All right. We, we got to take a talk about something that hasn't been too bad. For us in our short history, but this year is just gnarly, and that's the injury bug. We are it's been tough this year, suffering, suffering, and it starts with Andre Barakovsky. Everybody who is anybody knows that he had a horrible <laughs> injury last season. Couldn't come back from it and end up missing the whole second half of the season and all the playoffs. And uh, this year, he comes he comes back, looks strong, gets injured, has been out most of the season. And during that eight-game losing streak, he comes back. I can't remember if it was against Chicago, but he played two shifts. And then he... He gets checked. Was it the Rangers game? I think it might have been the Rangers game. No, it wasn't the Rangers game. We were definitely okay. not, we were not together for that one. It All was, right. It wasn't it wasn't the lights out game, which was wild in itself. It was during the eight game losing streak. I think it was against Chicago. Where is the producer with our notes? <laughs> Where's my notes? The <sighs> editor has to go. The two <laughs> fired. You're fired. It's going to be huge. It's huge. It's huge how much you're fired. Um, <laughs> we, can, we, we can cut that off. Anyway. <laughs> he's He played two shifts, and then he got checked, and I'm pretty sure he broke a wrist or something, but he's he's out. He's, he's been week to week. That was in October. Was it in October? 
No, 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 no. It was it was in December. It was in like late November, December. When he he came back, he he came back and it was like Burkowski's back. Yeah, it's so good. And then yeah, two shifts and he never came back. You know, he was like didn't come back for the second period, and then it turns out he like broke his wrist or something weird. And it's like another surgery or whatever it was. It was like a co- what it was is not the one thing I know for sure because the NHL is weird. week to week, right? No, no, he's on he's, he's on long-term? injured reserve. He's on injured reserve, which is wild. So, it, but it was a whole new injury, and so he's really like unfortunately giving me Donskoy vibes. Like he just you know whatever it is. Just, I know, it's harsh. He's such a good player. We yeah. need him. Eh, Where is he? Too. Why isn't he here? Why did we give him so much money? Yeah. What is wrong with this picture? Uh, well, <laughs> it's heartbreaking for him. And I mean, think about, he was coming off of the high of like winning the Stanley Cup, like in the prime, like feeling it. And he was leading our team in points that first season here when he got injured. And he just... Can't climb out of the cellar. I hope, you know what, I honestly, I hope they shelf him for the whole year. Just let's, let's just give him a hard reset. Let him, let him get solid, completely solid. Let that body heal. Yeah, well, just, just mentally too, like, let him like skate and do all these things and just, Never have a shred of doubt, you know. Like if you're if you're hesitant at all, people are gonna destroy you, you know. And maybe that's why the NHL. That's why that's maybe that's why the NHL doesn't tell you anything about injuries because they don't want anybody being targeted or whatever it is. But it to me it's heartbreaking because I saw so much potential in that signing, and I think we all saw it. But he absolutely. I mean, he's so good. Yeah. When he's when he's on his game, he's so good. And you know what? But we've just I hate missing Dude. guys for like the majority of their contracts. In his number ninety five is looks really good in the winter classic version of our jersey. I really wanted uh-huh. one. But but heartbreaking for most of the players on this list we're gonna go through are not going to play in that game. And the second just might be even worse. Jane it's Shorts. devastating. It's devastating. Long-term IR. I read something on CBS. They don't expect him back until, like, at least the 11th of January. He took the injury on November 28th against the Blackhawks. Yeah, and that was... It's a, hard. Yeah. I mean, he I was... Like to me... I think we've touched on it a little bit, but I think he's been the best player consistently this season for our team through all the BS. And he's just another one that just plays like it's lights out, you know? Yeah, he, he, he grind. I've been watching his stick play, and he is a magician. You watch him in the board battles, like somehow he's in these tight battles and he can just lift the stick. It's that little like veteran, whatever yeah. it is. He won't let anybody put yeah. the stick on the ice at all. And up up to this point, he's figured out a way to, you know, 
not practice ever and like play in games and ice and do whatever needs to do with that old body, but just totally devastating to see him on long-term IR because he, you know, leader of the clubhouse with the, the power play points, which McCann has, you know, stepped up in that area and done a good job, but he's one of my favorites, man. Like, not Mine too. Not I won't be able to say Amanda like, Schwartz be with you anymore. The first season, I'll just necessarily, have to keep saying it. there were a lot of hot, flashy players like McCann and and Eberle and Yanni Gord, Vince Dunn, you know, that I watched. But I've really come to appreciate Jaden Schwartz's game, and I miss him a whole lot. Same here. That so. stinks. That stinks. That stinks. It's awful. <laughs> don't worry dude the empire will strike back and there will be a return of the Jaden schwartz darth vader has no chance Mm-mm. okay Mm-mm. now we have got pierre edward belmar shouldn't hurt as much as it does considering he's just got here this season but he's been solid man he has been contributing as well yeah, especially in recent times, that fourth line, like I said, just contributing, and he's been that solid, you know, send him out for a defensive late game, face-off win. Yeah, so... We're trying to stay positive this episode. We're trying to stay positive. Yeah, but these are <laughs> these are the facts. These are the facts. These are the facts, and these are the mountains we have to climb. So he's actually out four to six weeks. With a- He'll be back. With a fracture. At least he'll be back. With a leg fracture. Oh, he'll be back for sure. But Ooh. that's all of January. And leg Hopefully. fracture. He's got to skate. So. That's so fun, dude. A leg fracture, Ooh, which is the, the best way to say a broken leg. a bad leg. one. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, and then we got Groove. <laughs> yeah. I are. No one's talking about it. It seems like his groin's pulled. He's week to week. How Joey's playing, we expect him to, you know, some caution. Last thing you want to do is come back early and re-injure something like that. Make it worse, you know what I mean? Yeah, the... Groin injuries. It's tender. It's a tender yeah, subject. Yeah, gro- groin injuries are not something you rush back from because they can get worse, you know? I, I mean, sports hernia... You don't want any of that. So, I no. I mean, it, it, I could see if Joey was, like, not playing well. And there were... Well, I, in that case, they're going to throw in Drieger. They're going to give Gru his time. Well, here's the thing. is like, early on in this situation, I there was a rumor that came from reliable sources that the team was talking to Montreal about Jake Allen, which is huge. Oh, that yeah. would be huge. And the I th- goaltender of the century. I, I mean, yeah, because you're going to pay him some money. Yeah. I mean, then you got real, you know, real problems come the offseason. So I think, you know, that's a testament to Joey Decord and his play and how much faith they're like, all right, let Joey shoulder the burden. You know, the landlord will come in when he can. Um, and they didn't go out and get Jake Allen. So, uh, it's, it's tough, but we're weathering the storm. So 
you know, let Gru rest up. There are some people that are putting out, you know, little tidbits. Like, if Gru is able to play on the first, he'll be the first goalie to be able to beat the same team in outdoor game uh, twice because he did it with Colorado. He beat the Vegas Golden Knights with Colorado. I don't think he's going to – I don't think they're going to do that. That's rushing it. It feels Uh, like that's that's, rushing it. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just some – People, the rumors on the grapevine always get just a little stretch. It's a media narrative and not a local media narrative, by the way. Um. So I agree. They're not going to do that. They're not going to rush him back. And and like we said from the beginning, now that's how Joey's playing. If but, you start seeing Joey, I mean, if you start seeing Joey slip, you're just going to put Drieger in there, see how he does. And then if you start seeing Drieger slip, then you might start wanting to think about something. Yeah, the cool thing for those guys is, like, they all got new goalie pads for the Winter Classic. You know? Mm-hmm. Cool designs. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about some of that later, but we got to touch on the last injury, and that's Jared. my man McCann. Uh, McCann, Jared McCann. Oh he, no, he Hi. he's the best news on the list. It's day to day, so literally could come back anytime. Hopefully, he's back for the Winter Classic. Hold the muscles, train something. Yeah, yeah, back. upper body, whatever NHL rules. So, uh, the one thing I will say that's two stretches for McCann, and. Tanev this year. Tanev's obviously back from his second stretch, but they're they, both doubling up on the injuries. Yeah, they've both been out for stretches now Oof. with injuries. So the the injury bug is biting hard on the Kraken this season. But on a side note, at the Winter Classic, both of the starting and backup goalies for Vegas are out <laughs> right now. Thomas yeah, they're they're, and they're all Hill. the way down to Thompson. the third guy, huh? Yeah, Thompson and Hill are both injured. Who knows who's going to come back? Um, you know, or or be ready for for the game, but for the Winter Classic. But yeah, they're huh. all right. We'll see how it all plays out. Yeah. All right. Well, we better talk about uh, the replacements. The replacements. If you have you seen that movie, Doug? Uh, I've heard of the band. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> the replacements is a movie where Gene Hatch Hackman coaches a Gene Hatchman. Gene Hackman coaches, oh, yeah. coaches a football oh, yeah. team. I've seen that. Where uh, Keanu Reeves is the quarterback. It's a scab season, and they call them the replacements. <laughs> so who who's our Who's our Keanu Reeves, baby? Who's our Keanu Reeves? Cole Lind got called up. Yeah, he's not our Keanu Reeves, though. He'd make a good Keanu. (laughs) Uh, I think think Thomas Tatar. Tomas Tatar. Bring, Bring in the gunner, dude. Oh, yeah. He's looking good. Yeah, Cole, Cole Lind did get called up, though. And, uh, I gotta, I gotta admit... The goalie kisses being back is fun. That Cole it is good no, to see him. Yeah, Cole. I, am, nice. I dude. He's a fa- like. Yeah, he's just he's a favorite of ours. And, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and nobody's gonna be sad about goalie kisses. No, no, no. And, and Mike Evans, especially great. 
especially being uh, being Joey Decord as the leading goalie now, because they had a whole season, that magical season last year between the two of them down there in Coachella, where they almost yeah Coachella, the where they thing. almost won the cup. And then yeah, like you said, Riker Evans, right? He was there too. Yeah, it's like the boys are back in town. Yeah, yeah. Riker Evans finally getting the call up, and I think he could still be sent down. And there were some shenanigans where they did do some things because mm-hmm. of long term IR and you know they don't the, want to put guys sal- on waivers. The salary all cap that stuff. where they sent like uh-huh. Ty Cartier adjusting the salary cap. Yeah, yeah they, like they that. I, Ty- I read all about that too. Yeah, they sent Ty Cartier down. They brought Shane right up. And they literally called them and they were like, it's a paper transaction. Don't pack your bags. And people on cracking Twitter were freaking out. Or cracking X. Nah. Sorry. But, you know, the sources that knew, the people that knew were like, no, no, no. It's all good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I did. I read the whole article. We talked all about that. But uh, who, who do you want to address? First, Colin, Thomas, Tatar, or Tomas, sorry, Riker Evans, Devin Tomas, Shore, Tomas. or the Landlord? Well, I think we already talked about Tomas Tatar. Yeah, but we going to be He's going to be good. How long have we got him for? Well, <laughs> dang it, Doug, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to ask the producer. <laughs> hey, producer. What does Google say? What does Google say about Tomas Tatar's contract? Yeah. One year. Ooh. Okay. Wait. That's what the avalanche including. That's not his contract. Wrong one. Ooh. Hang on. Producers. On. Producer got jumped the gun. I think it's still one point five million, and it's a one-year deal. So he could be gone at the end of this year. Could be. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's fair to talk about, I guess. Um, it may depend on Burkowski. Man, I really don't. It like may it. depend. I don't know. You know, it's like the, the contract talks are. That's just a whole nother level of like. You know, a whole other level we clearly weren't (laughs) prepared for because if we were, we'd know that Burakovsky's contract is three years versus Tatar's one year. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, what Mm -hmm. do we do? Jettison this contract and take that $850,000 a year hit on the salary cap? That sounds like horrible math, Doug. Horrible math. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Not in this Christmas hat ever. Thank God. Yeah, no, thank God it's not me that has to make those decisions. Whew. So after all that, Tomas de Tartar, sauce. Love him. Yeah, sauce. Tuna. He's the sauce, the big tuna, if you're a fan of the yeah, office. Yeah, the, uh, the big saucy tuna. <laughs> big saucy tuna. The point he's is... going to take us all the way this We don't know... If he's here for a long time, but we think he's definitely going to be here for a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I agree with that. We'll see what happens, but I think he's going to be solid for sure. I don't think we need to address Cole in because we all know Cole. We already did. 
And we already did. He's going to kiss the goalie. If he gets some points, I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to be a double bonus. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, that's, it's all bonus. From I think for Cole Lind. as long as Cole Lind is on the ice or on the bench, we have to win so we can get goalie kisses. That's the deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about Colin being here because I think everyone knows the rule. So win at all costs. But and Riker Evans, Riker Evans has notched four in the last five games, also. So huge, huge for coming up yeah, and I mean, where he's been at. Especially when you're talking about like our defensemen who are suffering injuries. Yeah. Uh, I, we talked about Belmar, but I'm pretty sure Justin Schultz also had an upper body injury and was out for a short time recently as well. Well, Belnar, Belmar is not a defender, just to be fair. <laughs> but... Oh, my bad. <laughs> I was thinking of Dumoulin. I was thinking of the other new guy. Magna? Magna? Dumoulin. Dumoulin. So I think Schultz may have had an injury. I think the big thing is, like, I think most everybody, me, myself included, uh, thought that Dumoulin was going to be the guy who they sat, but it was Schultz. And then, to be fair, Riker Evans has had some some rookie moments where he hasn't played the puck well or hesitated or, you know, passed the puck back when he should have pressed it forward. And then the other night in the overtime game, you know, he had a really bad giveaway, which led to a loss. And uh, Hackstall and the coaching staff sat him, and they were like, "Why don't you go sit and look from above and see what you, you need to do?" Oh, I hate that. And Schultz came back in, but then Schultz had a uh, a really bad turnover that led to the goal in the uh, LA game, where Joey Decord would have had forty three saves if not if not for that one, would have had that shutout in that crazy game. So I think Schultz sits again. It's just kind of interesting that, you know, Dumoulin kind of felt like the guy who needed to sit, but it ended up being Schultz. So solid for Dumoulin. But uh, to circle back to Riker Evans, you can tell he's going to be solid. He's already like, like I've been. Yeah. I mean, all those little mistakes that you're seeing, that's just, he's so young, you know what I mean? Like, uh, as far as, as as far as his career is concerned, he's going to be, you know, the more NHL games he plays, the more he's going to be coming through. You you can tell he's solid and he's quarterbacking the second unit of the power play, which as you know, Doug, Mm. I've been calling for him every season since he got here and saying he was going to be quarterbacking the second unit. Behind Vince Dunn, and here he is. Behind Vince Dunn, there he is. So I feel vindicated, sort of. Good. (laughs) I'm glad. Took plenty of time. But (laughs) I feel like, number one, like he distributes the puck clearly well. It's got four assists. But I I also feel like when he gets that goal, like he had that, that wraparound try, which almost went in that aggressive, like, turnaround. Like, when he's does break through and scores that first goal it's gonna be on i'm just waiting for it it, it he is gonna be yeah you think he's gonna be lighting the lamp after that huh yep it's gonna yep. give him the confidence to like shoot the shots he he needs to shoot and do the things he needs to do and he'll you know i think he's seeing the puck well but it's that 
it's just that level of confidence like hey i can do this Mm -hmm. so when he Mm -hmm. when he does break through it's gonna be magic and uh i can't wait oh i can't wait (laughs) i've been i've been waiting so long three years (laughs) doug <laughs> it's finally time. It's just, finally time. I'm just really excited about Ragged Evan. Okay, Devin Shore. Shore. Devin Shore's got two points in the last five games. D- Shorezy's back. Shorezy's solid. And you can't deny him. We we talked about this at the begin uh, the beginning of the season when he got signed. And and I that he shan't be denied. I specifically said like he was a you know camp body and he was gonna go down, which totally did happen. But he's just mm-hmm. a solid veteran. He was the first first name on the ballot when when he got called up, and you know what? He is he's rock solid. So yeah, I'm glad to have him on the team. And have him back up on the roster, and uh, he's producing, contributing, and yeah, do the way this team has been this season. Some of the best things you can ask for is a solid guy who's in the right place and doesn't allow like bad things to happen. He's like, yeah, he's not out there like scoring a ton of goals, but he he is super solid. And he's like, I'm not going to let bad things happen in our zone. And so. Good back check. Yeah. Yep. I love Devin Shore. And we'll talk about it later. But I got a little uh, got a little Shorezy addition in my life. So. Nice. Nice. We'll yeah. touch on that. Got to hear about that. And then lastly. What about Drieger? Chris Drieger. The landlord. Christopher. Christopher Drieger, the landlord. As anybody who knows the Kraken Captains podcast, we are huge fans of the landlord. Started our own cheering what? section for the landlord. And, Can't wait to see him. And that's the crazy thing. Like, Joe, he's been up ever since Grubauer got injured, but they've just been riding Joey like. A prize racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know, you know, you know, you know, Drieger's gonna have his time. He's gonna have his time, and and it's just maybe it'll be him at the Winter Classic, and they'll just put that pressure on him and say, "Hey, if you want to be on the team, you win now. And if you don't, that's it. <laughs> you yeah. never know what'll happen. It could, it could happen. That would be wild." And <laughs> here's the scenario that I see. Grubauer, like some are rumoring, is ready, supposedly, to come back. And so the organization says, well, we've got Drieger, so let's throw him out against the Vegas Golden Knights, who have historically run the table on us, us. Because... <laughs> yeah. Something about their system and the way we play hockey dictates that they just tromp us. I don't know what it is. But they march him out for the Winter Classic, give Joey Decord a rest, and say exactly like you said, like, win or go home 
if you lose, you're going back to Coachella, <laughs> which I mean would be or, a would, you know, would be and doing us our boy about dirty. Some other goalie, like, and if they're talking about some other goalie, it could be, it could be this is it. We'll send you. Well, send him. Just send him back to Coachella. Yeah. The whole thing Ideally. for me is I, ideally because we want to keep him, but I think that would be a disservice to to what he's done for this. It would never happen to this organization. For this organization, throw throw him out there to the wolves on the first day back. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> if it was me and it was my job, I'd be like, you guys. <laughs> to, to yeah for what he's done for this organization from the beginning when they basically like brought him in and promised him like a chance and and said we're gonna give you the reins and then obviously in the 11th hour we're like you know we saw the opportunity to sign Grubauer sorry buddy can you beat Gru for the job like you remember that in the beginning they he was this him and, and Vanacek, Vitek Vanacek were the 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 signees. He's still playing. He's still playing for the Capitals, I think. Uh, Vitek, I yeah, believe, yeah, yeah. Capitals, I mean, he's so. still, yeah, he's still in the league. But but after that, and then after the injury he suffered, obviously playing for Team Canada or whatever, and then to come back from all that, and then <laughs> to be like. Do or die, bro. I mean, in this Vegas. <laughs> look at the. I mean, look at the position we're in right now, though. I mean, like this is the team you're on. Sorry, bud. We, like you know, I, the I, coaches I, and sure. and office, like the upper the staff, they don't dictate wins and losses. Hey, you know what I mean? I look watched, at where we're at now, and it's like, well, it's now or never. I'm good, man. I've watched D two Mighty Ducks. I know Julie the cat can yeah. get it done. Cold goaltender against Iceland. Mm-hmm. Just saying, that's 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 our boy, the landlord. So if they want to do it, I mean, mm-hmm. no problem. I'll sit right behind him. Yep, and we'll yell landlord all night. And we'll yell landlord all night. That would actually be <laughs> really wild, though. Like of all the things, like for for the landlord to be the goalie in that game. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, we'll see who it's going to be. I mean, because who's it going to be? Right? Well, as we've said, there are rumors, which, to be fair, before we go back into that, I think it's all just the media trying to, like... That's hogwash. Well, it's just them, you know, trying to drum <laughs> things up, like Grubauer is going to be able to... Going to be back and be able to play in the game. That creates, like, a, that creates a story, right? That's not happening. Grubauer's not coming back. So it's either going to be Joey Decord or it's going to be the landlord. And the way they're playing Joey, it's going to be Joey until... It's, it's got to be Joey. They don't like the way he looks. Yeah. yeah it's, it's Joey. Gotta, it's gotta Joey be. until it's not. Which, by the way, <laughs> his nickname is the mayor, dude. So it's, it's the landlord and the mayor. And I like that. The only problem with the mayor is it's really hard to yell in the game. Like, landlord is good. But mayor, mayor, yeah, it doesn't work. So I'm still working on that one. Got to find something for Joey. The best 
is when just pe- the crowd is like, Joey, Joey, Joey. Yeah, I mean, that's Joey. the thing, Joey. But that's like, he's got the name you know, for it. The end of the game. You can't be yelling that every time he makes a save. No. So, anyway, that's kind of the up and down of the injury report. Obviously, the sad part of the injuries and the bonus part of our some of our new faves up in the play. <clears throat> okay, the last. We took you all uh, the way through it. I mean, we 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 dove deep, super deep. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> all right moving we on probably, we should probably cut a lot of this out <laughs> we will all right we so get, let's anaheim hit, let's hit let's the, prediction the prediction section hold on let me the prediction let me tell the fans <laughs> it's the prediction section we've been doing this the last few episodes we're gonna we're gonna grab the next four games and uh do predictions which i'm kind of thinking we shouldn't doug because lately we have not been doing well We've been very I'm optimistic and not nailed the prediction. <laughs> letting, letting the fans down hard. <laughs> so yeah, am I jinxing it? Am I jinxing it? <laughs> am I jinxing it too no, hard? We we just got to get real with it. I think you know, not be over optimistic about it. But but uh, let's hit the. And the, I feel like it's almost the same teams as last time I did this too. It's like Anaheim, Calgary. I was like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we got a few. Yeah. Billy yeah. instead of Washington. And, and Vegas. And Las Vegas. Okay, what you got? Four games. Anaheim, Calgary, Philly, Vegas. Next four games. Who you got? Oh, boy. You know what? It's Christmas. We're keeping with the positive Christmas vibe this episode. And so I'm going to yes. say we beat Anaheim. We beat Calgary. We destroy Philly and send John Tortorella crying to his mommy. Please. And then... At the Winter Classic, we destroy Las Vegas for the first time. Wow. Holy smokes. That's awesome. I'm not doing positive that. Positive vibes. You know, positive vibes. You got to go positive Christmas vibes. Oh, dude, I, uh, you got that hat on. You're going to go with that. You're going to wear Santa's hat and tell me the Kraken's going to lose. That's what you're going to do right now. I'm sorry. I am wearing... <laughs> I I have got the Santa hat on, but I gotta. I think we're gonna beat Anaheim because I think that's a must win, and I think. And we're rolling on this victory yep. surge. And I think we get Calgary, too. Finally, solve Calgary, Calgary has not been great this season. We yeah. can beat them. Yeah, they just gotta find a way to. We do it. just haven't done it yet. But it's the Philly. It's the Philly game. I just think I really, okay, this is, this is just me projecting. I really, really, really want to win the winter classic. And I think so Philly's the game. You got to say, you got to say, we're going to lose at least one of these four. So Philly's the one, (laughs) if we drop a, if we drop a stinker to Philly at home, everybody in that room is going to be like, this is BS. (laughs) And they're going to come out hard on Vegas, which is what we have to do. We need to win the winter classic not because this and that and the other thing. We need to win because it's in Seattle 
on our home Mariner ice. (laughs) Yeah, if you can't defend your own home. I mean, there's going to be so much emotion for that game, but we're home. We got to solve the Vegas puzzle. If we want to get out of this division and get deep into the playoffs, we got to make sure we can solve the Vegas puzzle. And so I think the weird way Otherwise, to, the weird no way to do cup. that is to drop a stinker at home against Philly, who we should beat. They're not a great team. And then say, no, the only way to do that tighten is up. roll hard right now and go four wins in a row. And then keep that going into the new year. True. Positively. Boom. I like it. I love it. I want it. But. George's <laughs> got some problems. Philly's got some problems right now. They, the don't, thi- they don't want none of this. Yeah, which is why I repeat, we'd be dropping a stinker at home to Philly. <laughs> mm. If we lose. Mm-hmm. But. If we can beat Anaheim and Calgary, that will be our first three-game winning streak of the season. And that would be three away games, which for the small history we have of the Kraken, they love they love their away games. We're kind of just dependent on that that like uh, chemistry, that that mesh, the meld. We're waiting for these guys. We're waiting for the, the right combination of guys to just smelt together. Wow, they're working on it. And it's I I have good vibes still about this team. Like Me they're, too. They're, Me too. they're melding and some of it is due to the forced injuries. They're just melding as a team. They're like, we gotta accept these new guys. They gotta adjust. We gotta adjust, right? And we gotta. When you have to adjust like that, you have to change your game a little bit and accept. Like, uh, you have to work harder because you have to be like this. This guy is not. He's new. He doesn't understand. We have to communicate more. And in some ways, that's a huge bonus. Okay. Last few things to touch on before we get out of here. I got a original jersey from the inaugural season. It's a Davy Jones jersey. And I typically don't have time for like jersey signings and events and blah 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 and who's gonna be around and sign stuff, but I got my OG jersey signed because there were some players that were going to be in the Bellevue mall. And I had my wife go and uh, get the uh, Davy Jones Jersey signed by Ellie Tolvenin and Devin Shore. Shorezy. So it's, um, you know, I have never been like a big signature, like sign guy. I don't want to bother people is the thing, you know, I don't want to wait in lines either. Yeah. I just, it just, yeah. It's never really like struck me as a thing. Like, they don't really want to do it or whatever. But that's sick. But it's cool. And, uh, it is freaking cool. It's an original jersey. It's not a, you know, it's not a specific player. It's not even like a number that anyone has. Cause now just, you got to keep it going. Now you got to go for it. Yeah, every I'm going to keep signing. You so now get every I'm guy like, to sign it until every player signed it over. And then you got to. Yeah. I actually, on that note, I'm going to grab a couple of things you got to see, Doug. I'll be right back. So this is John Forslund Bobblehead. 
this year. <laughs> they put it out. Yeah, check this out though. <laughs> Do you hear that? I did. Hey, hey, what do you say? That's yeah, he's got the that's cracking hockey and the hey, hey, what do you say? And then the other day, he did a, a live game call from the 32 Barn Grill, the LA game, which we won uh, three to two or two, two to one. Two to one. Yeah. Two to one. So I had him sign it. Oh, no, that was Eberly. Nice. Yeah. So. You got the Forsland signature. Got the Forsland signature. So that's some cool stuff that the team is doing. That that live call was amazing because it wasn't uh, it wasn't like him on the radio. It was just him there at the bar calling it, and it was more like he was a fan. You know, I mean, he definitely did some play by play, but there was a moment when he was like, "Shoot!" and he would just be like, "Pass the puck, come on!" You know, just things he couldn't <laughs> say. You know, while he, you know, live in the booth. So they they have done some really cool things, um, the organization, and that was one of my my favorite things that I've been a part of, uh, being there and hearing him kind of like yeah, make it's the call. Cool. I mean, like you you don't really notice how much you miss the play by play guys, you know, the call guys, until you're at a live game and you're watching stuff go down, and you're like, I just wish I could hear somebody describe to me what's exactly going down right now down there. <laughs> well, and, and in such a riveting way, like he's a yeah. pro's pro. Uh, yeah, I grew up with. Yeah, I mean, you got to give it up for the for the guys that do the play by play, color commentary on the hockey games, like all over the country. The the really good ones. I mean, you yeah. can't beat it. So yeah, the the Kraken are doing some really cool things. That jersey signing, the John Forsland call, obviously, the Winter Classic. Um, so I'll always be looking out for cool stuff like that, and I'll uh, we'll try to tweet about those things too, and keep everybody informed. And then the last thing Absolutely. to touch on is the fervor of these fans around here. Uh, the wife and I made the mistake of not buying the Winter Classic jerseys. Uh, the first game we were at the stadium, we were like, oh, you know, the stripes, not totally in love with it. We'll just buy them on the next game. And then it was, you know, 10 days. And by the time we got back, in, in that 10 days, I was like, oh, I'm really loving the jerseys. I really think a 95 yeah. would look good. And Starting the, to fall in love with well, it. The thing that sold me was it was like a Letterman's jacket. Like the S is like the texture, you know. Ooh, it's nice. Yeah. You know. And uh, nice material. Nice I, materials. Yeah, I thought the, of, the way that the way the Utah Jazz wore them out before anybody even got to see them. That was nice. Yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I disagree with that whole scheme, but if the NHL is planning to have a Utah franchise, then it makes sense. But otherwise, I don't know what the hell is going well, on. Well, I don't, I don't know anything about that. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know what the hell is going on either. I don't know what the hell is going on either. <laughs> but um, I do know that I didn't get a jersey, and I thought a, a Burakovsky 95 jersey would be good. 
especially when I thought he would be playing in the game, and now it turns out he's not. But the fans are just wild and crazy. And in those 10 days, like the next time we came for a game, they were sold out of jerseys in my size. Yeah. And so, you know, Fanatics still has jerseys for sale, but they don't have the, like, textured S. Nice it's yeah, a, nice it, yeah, they don't have the nice ones. So missed out on that. And then once again, in the same theme, I missed out on getting a chance to skate on the Winter Classic Ice. They had two days available. I had a Friday off and they were like, they, I, I can't deny that I had my chance, but I... <laughs> I own, they had a, I think it's a Wednesday and a Friday or a a Thursday and a Friday. And I was, it was Wednesday. I was only available for the Friday day. I tried to book it at the time they opened it up. I was 10 minutes late. All the Friday bookings were gone. So. It's crazy. Yeah. They're on top of it. It's limited. It's like there's this baker in my town that they, they, they do limited chicken pot pies. Right, and they're like, they'll like, they'll post that they're doing chicken pot pies on their like social media at like six o'clock at night, one night or whatever. And then the pre, they're like, you have to call this, call this phone number, or like get on this website and like taking orders at seven a.m. Right, right, and it's mm-hmm. like like they're sold out by like seven. AM and 45 seconds. (laughs) Right. And that's exactly what happened. It was 10 minutes and all the Friday time slots were gone. And, you know, I, I'm obviously disappointed because I really wanted to do that, but I think it's a lesson for everyone. If you have the opportunity, do not wait because the fan base is fired up about this stuff. And to be fair, I was at work and I was like, I'm going to do it when I can. And then, you know, I didn't set an alarm. Yeah, what are you going to do when you're at work? You can't. I, I, I didn't set an alarm and I was 10 minutes late. I didn't take my bathroom break yeah. at the ro- right time. It's like checking and into your flight. <laughs> so, so congratulations to all the people that, that got it done. But uh, I'm excited, Doug. I'm, I'm really excited for you to be here. I miss you. And uh, I, I can't, can't wait to come out. Can't wait to see you. And uh, there's going to be some really fun stuff to do outside the stadium and like in the parking lot. I've been getting the skinny on it, so uh, we can do. Oh snap, dude! We nice. can do all sorts of competitive stuff and film it and put it on Twitter and wrist shot accuracy, slap shot power. So we're gonna, oh, you and I are gonna oh, find no. out who's who and what's what. <laughs> well, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you one more story before we shut out of here. It's about it's about the last hockey game I played with my team, sixty black. Oh, cool! Okay. You're back on the black team. Out, and yeah, you know, sixty black, and they they go. I got out there, and they're you know they kind of move me around. I've been playing like center, and then I've been playing defense. Well, I played one game defense like pretty good, and they were like the next game, right? It's like the last game I played. They were like. My team captain's like, oh, I heard you. He wasn't there. He's like, I heard you played defense real good last game. We're going to put you out on defense. I'm like, sweet. Hell yeah, I'll play defense. No problem. Grab my stick. I'm ready to go. Do warm-ups, right? Face-off. The other team wins the face-off. I 
skating backwards to play defense, catch an edge, fall flat on my butt, and the guy skates right by me, scores a goal. <laughs> first, first 30 seconds of the game. Right? Uh, I'm ashamed. Uh. <laughs> and so, like, within the next, like, five minutes, I'm, I'm down in the D zone again, playing defense. I'm battling a guy in the corner. Puck pops out to a guy high slot, and I, like, go straight at him to, like, get the puck. He shoots right by me. I turn around, and the goalie's like, what are you doing? You're right in front of me. I, like, screen the goalie. The guy got it by I was like, mm. Still feeling bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> feeling worse. And then team, <laughs> yeah, team captain goes, Doug, we're going to move you up to left wing. I'm like, oh, great. Cool. Sorry. Sorry, Jim. He's like, don't worry about it. And so now it's like, it was 2-0. 60 black got a goal or two, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was 2-2. Two two. And Jim and I got on a two-on-one. And he had the puck. And he slung it over to me on left wing, and I slammed it home for a goal. And I was like, yeah! Right? All's forgiven, and Doug. So, yeah, I still felt bad about falling on my butt. <laughs> but so like the game goes on, goes on, goes on, and we're like tied five to five. Oh no, we're 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 down one, four to five. We pulled the goalie, and I got the puck behind the net and popped it out right in front, and Jim slammed it home and we tied it up. And the game ended in a tie. But it was my assist that tied it up in the last 30 seconds. Dude, is that your best stat line? One goal, one assist, two points? I had a secondary assist early in the game, too, so it was three points, actually, on the whole game. Yeah, but is that, like, your career best? I don't know. I've had some good games like that. I've yeah. had It's like I go seasons where it's like a drought, <laughs> and then I'll have, like, one good game. You know what I mean? But, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Uh, you could think on that. Perhaps. Perhaps my best game of the, definitely my best game of the season so far. Cool, that's Even awesome. Even though I failed in the beginning of it, it was ah, like a wow. Yeah, maybe that's what you need, dude. You need to fall on your butt a little bit, and then you're just uh-huh. solid uh-huh. gold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that well, was good. That was good for sixty black. Good sixty black for the tie. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, Merry Christmas to all the Kraken fans. Merry Christmas to you guys. Our uh, intro music is by the Zambonis. Our outro music is by Stompin' Tom Connors. We'd love to hear from you, so tweet us at Kraken Captains. If you listen to this podcast and you like it, tell your friends. Give us a like on Spotify or wherever you listen. Follow us on social media and shout us out. Keep your heads up. Because another episode is coming real soon. Hello out there, we're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.